that's the thing that's what life has been so far right everyone thinks things are mandatory so when they see you doing something different you're weird now like people at work will be like well why are you so concerned and it's like because i'm not gonna be working with you that long like yeah, i'm right. gonna go like you know like i'm out of here Welcome back to Sweet Media, the number one sweetest podcast in the world, speaking it to existence. Thanks to each and every single one of you. Thank you so much for taking your time every single week to listen, to learn, and to grow with me. My guarantee to you is to bring on guests that I believe are their best genuine and authentic self, that are spreading ripples of positivity into the social media world, who will inspire you to do the same, and together we can create big waves. Wowzers. <laughs> mean, huh? Wow. I wrote that when I was stoned. But anyway, uh, is that going to be every intro? Yeah. Wow. What do you think of it? Uh, you chicken skin or what? Because that was yeah. what it was meant to do. At first, it was kind of like, wow, wow, wow. Here we go. Here we go. And then after, it was like, wow, wow, wow. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So today's guest, we're so privileged to have you here taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. No way. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we have Ailani Mua. I no. goes by Ailani. Ailani J. Just J. Ailani J. Yep. So or Ailani, like just Ailani. Oh, sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Tita. <laughs> um, you made my job so easy because you deleted a lot of your social media from years ago. Because usually I like to do my research before <gasps> I interview. Yes. And um, what I found out was your self-taught hair and makeup artist mm-hmm. and i think you said before when we met that you're from maui born and raised heck yes so what brought you to utah school and i was also really naughty growing up according to lds parents Dope. so got kicked out of my house Here lds parents says a lot of things so yeah it's okay don't let them define you <laughs> no never <laughs> what part of maui born and raised from wailuku wow Actually, we're neighbors you know what i'm lying I was born in Laie because I my birth mom, I'm adopted. Okay. So I have a birth mother who had me in Laie on Oahu, and then I was raised on Maui. But oh. my birth mom is from Molokai. No way. She is a Molokai girl. Do you mind if I ask her her name? Yeah, her, I, name, her last name North. is Myers. Okay. So they moved from Molokai to Utah to Big Island now. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Myers, super mm-hmm. into the church because I know a few Myers that serve their mission out here. Yeah, both, Couple. both in and out. In wow, and out. yeah, that is crazy. I but know. you never been to Molokai, right? Sis, I used to have swim meets over there. You know, Lonnie Yonimura or Ren. Yes, the, Lonnie's your friend. Yes, and you her know, parents um, is my favorite teachers. Dude, they're the bomb. And also, oh my gosh. Leonani and Mahina Reyes. Yes, Mahina's my really good friend. There you go. We swam together, played water polo against each other in college. Wow, that is crazy. Because me and Molokai, we go way back. Even my family right now, they live there. No way. My auntie and my cousins just moved there from Maui. Because Maui's getting busy. Yeah. Yeah, well, really I know. Is. I know about the rock that gets you pregnant if you sleep overnight on top of the ting. Oh, ting, look. I don't know. <laughs> I was a child back then. <laughs> That's the rock, though, for real. Um, so man, so you, so you from Maui, moved to Utah. Where'd you go? UVU, UVU, and then BYU. 
Oh, dang, I girl. know. So what made you pick um, hair and makeup? Um, okay, so I started an LDS mission. Okay. Diddle. Uh, yeah. Did you return with honor? I returned with honor. <laughs> Not oh, too diddle. Much. <laughs> too much honors. Um, too but much I honors. only served in Salt Lake, but we had a rule. That you have to have your hair, your hair couldn't touch your name tag. Okay. It couldn't cover your name tag. And you you couldn't, you could never put it in a ponytail. So I went from hair from mid back all the way to my shoulder. So I, and like girls up here, they didn't know how to cut my hair. Why? They're white. <laughs> so I would look in the my like shadow and I look like Darth Vader with my curly hair. So I would straighten my hair or curl my hair every day. And we had to wear makeup. It was a rule. Wow. So I had a really awesome inspired friend who just converted to the church before I left. Man, she's like my she's like my sister. And she's super even before she was a member of the church, she was already inspired. I believe people out there sometimes are a little bit more inspired than some members. And I quote that. <laughs> Um, and she gave me a bag of MAC makeup. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to use this. I'm, like, I was the one with the bun on my head, full on sweating, go beach to cool down, then never wear makeup again. And she was like, I don't know why, but I'm just going to just take it. Like, so you can have wow. something nice. So sure enough, I spent nine weeks in MTC learning Spanish. And right when I got to the field, they told me I needed to wear makeup. I didn't open that bag that whole nine weeks until I hit the field. So I got into it. Did you know how to kind of put on makeup before? I just did this. <laughs> and mascara. Oh, and I served Spanish. So my trainer was from Mexico and she taught me how to curl my eyelashes with a spoon. She with taught me. With a spoon? Yeah, but I don't know how to anymore. And I think that's why my eyelashes are gone now because I would like pull my hair out. Because of the spoon. Yeah, because of the spoon. Wow. Yeah, so it was nuts. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. To hear that, just to hear what drove you to do makeup. Yeah. And so now you uh, you have clients and, and that come to you to... That's a really good question. So just recently, probably like middle, end of last year, I decided that I was going to pass my clientele over to one of my amazing friends, Brie Okinishi. And anyone else, like Ashley Alva'a out here in Salt Lake. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. So I'm mainly focusing on my content on YouTube, on Instagram, and now TikTok. I figured I like the connection between clientele. You know, it's awesome. But it was like, a, it, was, it wasn't it was fulfilling what I felt like I was supposed to do. Mm. And I didn't want to only be defined as just a person who does makeup. So I just was like, no, I'm going to spread my wings. That's that's awesome that you brought that up because I feel like um, what came to mind is like fail fast. Like you try everything out and then you liked it, but you didn't really love it. Yeah. And it brought you open another door for you. Yeah. Um. So you did mention TikTok and your content. What kind of content do you spread? I mean, I follow you, but I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, like right now, I base it off of what's genuinely happy to me. Like if I'm going to look at it. I want either the reaction of like, wow, or like, oh my gosh, or like a laugh. At first, I used to be offended when people were like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm not just funny. I'm pretty zoom. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so I I used to be like that, but now it's just like what genuinely makes me happy, I will do it. And like I I mean, it's not all roses, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my husband can attest. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, my phone, and I'm like screaming, you know, and I get all worked up in my head. But then when I look at because the product, of what? because of because of my phone's not functioning oh, because. Okay. If I transfer one thing from one app to the next, my music is off by like half of a beat, and the, like I am like May's shaking her head because you she know knows. how it goes in editor's life. Like, and then when you watch it, you're like, "Oh, I'm cringing so hard right now." <laughs> but then, then I think like, okay, I still can look at this, and I'm still really happy. And then other people look at it, and they're like, "Man, that made me so like that. Me- this makes my day." Or like, right. I want to do it like you do. I'm gonna learn this, you know. So then then it makes it worth it then i'm like okay we're still okay as long as it affects one person right yeah yeah that's cool totally 100 percent. i love what you're doing and in fact while i was waiting for you outside i was on instagram scrolling and i saw d rock who's like gary v's um videographer he, he posted nobody really cares and in his in his caption he put just keep putting out more content and that's so true like we we wait and we like fix and edit to make things so perfect but if we just continue to like keep going even though the music's soft yeah but your dance moves fire (laughs) so it doesn't really matter what music is playing um you also do mukbang i do asmr okay what got you into that oh my gosh look at me i'm chubby and i'm okay with that like i mean i want to be healthy so you know like sometimes some people will be like uh maybe you should pull back on that i'm like (laughs) but i love food period and think about when you want to hang out with people right you're always like oh let's catch up let's go to lunch oh let's catch up let's go to dinner oh just come my house what do you do here let's make food so i have an opportunity for myself to sit down and have a meal with people who follow me and i hope that they feel like it's a connection and my biggest goal is not to only look at myself and be like okay, this is it, whatever, whatever. But when people respond in my DMs or they respond on my videos, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, 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 you know? And I'll comment back to, like, my sincerest abilities. So I love mukbangs because I get to eat good food while trying to think if I've eaten anything gross. No, I've never eaten anything gross. I get to eat good foods and mass amounts of it, and then I get to talk to people. So what's the objective? Is it to finish everything? It The culture is to finish it at first. It was a culture at first, but now it's a little different. Asian culture is to finish it. Like the street Asian mukbangers to finish. But American... Or anything outside of Asian is just like a conversation, like way more personal connections. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I did, I did one with with Sean. Sean. It was so fun. The tie me up, yeah. The Thai place. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was fun. It was it was hot though. It's not my cup of tea. That type of food. Oh, but spicy hot. Yeah, spicy oh, hot. Molokai girl. Yeah, fine. we like our teriyaki sauce. Yes, you know you what I mean? <laughs> and the smoked meat. I know. Um, you you also been dancing a lot. Yeah. Which I was waiting for you to tag me in a video so I we know. could do one listen, tonight. Listen, when I'm in the zone in something like work, it's okay. I'm in the zone. That means we just gotta hanaho next time. I know we do have to hanaho. I work a lot, so when I'm in the zone, I'm like, 
Okay, maybe I'll look later. I also feel like I'm cheating the people I'm working for whenever I'm like True. scrolling, you know. Me like, too. That's why I told Nay like um that we need to do it before work or after work, yeah. like in the middle. Like that's our grind, right? Yep. To get us to our goal. Hundred percent. Um, that's a good point. I was gonna ask, um, the reason the reason I reached out is because you're like an inspiration to me. Um, every time I watch your videos, it like makes me laugh. It makes me feel good, you know. Like your your dances make me want to dance. Yes. And your mukbangs make me want to eat. Yes. <laughs> that's what you're going for, right? Yes, that's hundred percent what yeah. I'm going for. The other yes. day, I wanted to go to the mall just to exercise. Like you were doing that. <laughs> I was like, do we need to start a membership club? Like, do I gotta like sign up for five bucks and I'll let you through the door? Like, what? I'm down for that. I'm um, down for that. Or even just like a, a group of females or whoever just want to go and just walk the mall. I was like, but you know what? That's so true. Because when I walk the stores, I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. I know some skinny people they don't sweat. But I sweat. So I'm like, this and, is a good idea. And when I go to this shopping mall, like I see the prices, it makes my heart raise. So, right? <laughs> it's getting your calories up, right? Yes, That's your Apple, my Apple Watch told me that it spikes up. <laughs> um, I did want to ask, though, yeah. like w- when you started doing all this social media thing, um, did you have any like negative comments from your family like why are you posting that kind of stuff or, or do are they very supportive um well my mom's on instagram and she doesn't follow me so that's the tea uh, <laughs> uh but i she just like doesn't follow very many people but i've got to it my whole life like why are you doing this like why are you doing that uh i'm the black sheep in my family 100 percent. not making an excuse it's made me who i am today realizing it now you know mm-hmm. um it doesn't affect me it's like okay like so what like it's still my goal so you're used to it. it oh yeah and now it's funny like my family like my extended family they're like, oh let's do a mukbang and i'm like no because i gotta get the lights i gotta get a camera i gotta do this i gotta i don't have time I don't have time. So they want, so now they're Some like, them, yeah. we want to do it with you. Yeah. And everyone will be like, oh, can you teach me how to like match my foundation to my face? I'm like, did you watch my video? Because <laughs> you would have known if you watched it. <laughs> Good point, though. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they haven't like come out and be like, oh my gosh, we're 100% behind you. I have like one cousin who's like my brother who is like that. But the rest of them are like the silent supporters. Or haters. But I love it because you click, you watch, I get a view, I'm going to get a dollar. <laughs> Thank you. So you already hit your... Um... Not on YouTube. Not on YouTube. Hustling for YouTube. Okay. So what, what what did you hit on? So Instagram, I have enough traffic to where people are like actually now contacting me to make videos for the music or for a certain type of food or for a makeup product. Products. So... That's pretty great. I'm not where I want to be. Like, if I want to, if I'm going to sit here and be honest, like, I'm not at all where I want to be. So I'm going to keep just. So work, where work, is work. that? Where Where do you want to be? What's What's the end goal with the social media? I want this to be my life. Like, and, and people need to get over the uncomfortable mm-hmm. situation that like, oh, social media, like girl is on your phone. People need to get over that because you're going to, people are doing it anyways. You just have like a 2% of the population who's willing to be the ones that they're watching mm-hmm. or be the ones that they're listening to. Like they're willing to do that. 
Um, so I'm willing to do that. And I work a full-time job. I'm married. We have family. We don't have kids yet, but I'm going to hustle to do it, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just what I feel and know is correct for my purpose. So, yeah. I feel like the people who are saying all that kind of stuff, they don't really have a vision of what we have, right? 100%. Of where technology is taking it, social media is taking it. Um, that's one thing that stood out to me at the um, the Legacy Summit is uh, Big Paul. I asked him like if he has ever come into a fact where like his family, what if your family doesn't support you, you know? And he said it's because they don't understand your vision yeah. and you need to teach him. 100%. I... My husband's sister, her her husband has got like half a million followers on YouTube and like a hundred plus, hundred thousand plus on Instagram. So he's Dang. making it. He is making it. And what does he do? He does shoes. So like all the new releases, all the cool stuff, reviews on shoes. Wow. He does it. Like we stay with them sometimes and we stay in the shoe room like it's unreal and and one day it just clicked in my head like oh it's just because and no offense to my husband and his family but i was like oh it's just because maybe they don't understand and it only clicked for me because i was doing it too like we would have to drive two hours to visit them and i'm on my phone editing you know Mm -hmm. i'm I'm trying to do something or i'm taking a video and i and i'm trying to figure out and my husband's so great he's like yeah 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 yeah. do it do it do it so Mm -hmm. i'm doing all that and then it clicks and i'm like dude they don't get it like and then we sit down and we stay up real late and he's like i make three times more than i do in my my nine to five dang and yeah. he still has a nine to five though. and he still has a nine to five wow and they have two kids and they're under the age of five and wow. kudos to my sister-in-law because she pulls a ton of weight mm-hmm. as a mother as a wife you know but it's it's just you don't understand. People are like, oh, what about your 401k? Okay, I'm getting three times more than I was getting paid before, so yeah. I can put that my way. money into mm-hmm. the 401k. Um, but I and see, this is also me kind of being out there. I don't, I don't really like care to do it because my husband works in finance, so I'm just like, <laughs> okay, just take care of the bills. <laughs> you know? Well, isn't that crazy? Because everyone's so stuck to what um, society believes. Yep. Like 401k, like you really don't need that yeah. as long as you have a savings account, you know? Yeah. But they think it's like mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. That's what life has been so far, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks things are mandatory. So when they see you doing something different, you're weird now. Like people at work will be like, well, why are you so concerned? And it's like, cause I'm not going to be working with you that long. Like yeah, I'm right? going to go like, you know, like I'm out of here. I don't want to work for anyone else but myself. Mm-hmm. Like I want to literally sit down and be genuine about what I'm reviewing or what I'm eating and then get paid off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of working for somebody else for eight hours and then doing something you're not even passionate doing about. Doing something I'm not even a hundred percent dedicated to. Yeah. So same, same. Yeah. And I'm pre- I'm pretty sure you're good at your nine to five. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but like for me too, I'm the same. I I don't want to be there f- for the rest of my life. Yeah. And you you know you you get to a point in the day in your job when you're sitting there and it could be super relaxed, nothing there, mm-hmm. 
Or it could be like the craziest moment of the day. And you're just like, what am I doing here? It doesn't matter the circumstance. You just realize that your soul's not happy mm-hmm. and not fulfilled with where you're at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, growing up, my dad taught me how to work hard. So different work hard, right? But I'm just sitting there like, okay, after I'm off, I've got to do this, 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 and this. I got to go buy the next newest makeup. I And like my husband's like, uh, no. And I'm like, no, you're, we're going to be okay. Bless his soul. He puts up with so much. <laughs> But, you know, it's just like, what am I going to do? I'm going to do this because I know one day I'm not going to sit down and be like, what am I doing? Yeah. I The thought of retiring from my current company, <laughs> no shade if they ever watch this one day, <laughs> makes me sick. Retirement, meaning I got to give up 30 plus more years of my life to something I'm not dedicated to. And then I get to live my life? What? Why can't I go to Turks and Caicos right now and then people pay me off of views for right. watching my video? Why can't I go to Mexico? You know? Like, yeah. why can't I go to Bahamas? Why do I only get 10 days off in the year? 100%. Like, literally. You, you you know, like, and some people, they don't have the personality and they want the 9 to 5. That I, I, And no offense to them. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Live your life. Live the best way you can be fulfilled. Go for it. But that's just not my way. True. And the two percent of the population's way, but I don't hate on you for doing the nine to five, so don't hate on me. <laughs> it's okay. Few are fine. We hate <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, never heard your statement. Never heard your statement. <laughs> What's um? What? Who's a person that has inspired you to like take on this? Besides, I mean, I'm sure your brother-in-law has been an inspiration, but like, do you have you watched anyone else? Um. I haven't really watched anyone else. I I think at first it was like watching makeup artists, you know, and watching certain things. But really what kind of like sparked it was doing it and then having somebody who really believed in me. Like, yeah, go do it. Like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that. And that's my husband. 100%. I'm in a partnership to where somebody's literally like... Stop freaking out. Do what you need to do. And it's going to be okay. You're meant for more. Mm -hmm. That's all I could ask for. So support and foundation. Yeah. And that's like, that's the nearest and dearest to me. I always tell them like, you're not, you're not only my best friend. You're like the only person who really knows me. Like people always say like, oh, you only see the good stuff on social media. Yeah. And that's true. It's whatever. But I'm not going to always post when I'm pissed. I'm not going to always post when I'm sad. Like, I don't always post when I'm happy either. So it's nice to have somebody like that. And it's a continual. Because I feel like if it was just a one-time thing, Mm -hmm. it's just a one-time thing for the rest of your life. Like, it's just, that's it. Right. But it's continual. So I, I think it's just surrounding yourself with people who will continually inspire you. And sometimes it's not in the way you think. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the same person who does the same thing that you do. Sometimes it really is just like a hurry up and go. Or like 10 p.m. and I'm supposed to film a mukbang. And he's telling me it's going to be late when you finish. And I'm like, do I really have to do that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. Fine. But I think if somebody didn't understand that and I didn't have that inspiring touch, I would probably be a lot slower. It would be a lot slower process. 
That's cool. And and you stay pretty consistent with your posting. Now, yes. Yeah, I've and I am a scatterbrain. I'm not the best organized person sometimes, honestly. But it's like, okay, I know that. So I have like a journal where I actually write stuff down now. And then I have a whiteboard where I actually write my schedule down mm-hmm. on Monday, Tuesday, you know, Monday through Sunday. And then when people talk to me, it's not, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's actually on Tuesday, I'm busy. On Thursday, I'm open. Or on Wednesday, I can't meet because I'm filming my treadmill Thursday. You know what I mean? So Thursday, I can meet with you. Something like that. So it's just being organized and also internalizing that people are not going to be upset because they're trying to do what is true to you. Yeah. I get it now because being Polynesian, we don't normally plan stuff out, right? Yep. And um, especially with technology nowadays and everyone on their hustle, I feel like people have more respect of our time. Yep. Um, which I'm super grateful that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to meet here. Um, so we talked about that. I did want to talk about, um, your number one supporter. So yeah, yeah. The main event. (laughs) So I'm great. Well, I guess, um, see, I don't know how to do this because he's here and I'm no, scared. No, he... Okay, first of all, I'm me sorry, and my husband... Kyle. No, me and my husband are each other's number one haters and number one supporters. Is that you? Like, and I mean haters in the sense, like, you look dumb. Like... I or, feel like that's a good thing, though, because yeah, why take hate from anybody? Exactly. Like, right? And, but there's sometimes, like, last night I was getting so mad at him. <laughs> I wanted to punch him. <laughs> And he was just like, I'm just trying to explain to you. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to bring him up is because um, he's Howley. Yeah. And uh, how did you, uh, first of all, how did you guys meet and stuff? Mutual friends. Okay. Yep. So my best friend, or one of my best friends was like, I'm either going to date this guy or that guy, Popolo or Howley, right? And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, date the black guy because the white guy's weird. <laughs> He's so weird. And he can... The thing is, I tell this story to everyone, and he knows it's true. I thought he was weird when I first met him. I thought his hands were weird and gross. <laughs> like, he was helping us make some lays. You know, like, Polynesians, yeah, we like, here's a simple lay, let's take it up 12 notches. Like, let's make all the aunties envious, right? So we're making this lay, and he's, like, touching stuff with his fingers. I'm like, ew. <laughs> so gross and I was so mean to him like he'd be like oh can I come over and I'm like yeah I guess and I would make my cousin come in the living room with me she was sleeping I was like wake up she wake up we go out in the living room and then I pull the dig and I go back to bed and she stays out there with him I even tried setting him up with one of my cousins my first cousin wow not just any old cousin dang yeah and what what did you did your family have anything to say about it? Because you know you know how we feel about yeah. Howleys and yeah, and I have an I have a very different relationship with my family. It's more like like this sounds so weird, but don't ask, don't tell kind of stuff. Okay. And I was my sister very much followed like the LES trend. Like her and her husband now were together for a long time, mm-hmm. but she got married at twenty one. I got married at twenty nine. I lived on my own since I was 16, 15 years old. So from 15 till 29, I didn't have anyone telling me, 
you know, like, oh, you got to do this. You got to date that. You, you lived on your that. own at 15 because you went to boarding school or what? Uh, yeah, I got kicked out from my house. And I lived with a friend of the family, like, in their basement. Oh. So it was kind of like I was renting from them. And I moved, I got kicked out to Utah. So, so like, you got booted off the island. I got island. booted off the island. My dad had a heart attack. And my mom, bless her heart, I don't think she remembers, but she, like, was like, your, your dad had a heart attack because of you. But me being who I am, I didn't know that was offensive. Mm. I didn't know that was, like, supposed to, like, change your life. I was just like, whatever, let me go smoke this weed outside. You know? <laughs> like, that's how I was growing up. So when they're like, we're sending you to Utah, like, you're gonna live in this, and you have to make the rent by this time, and, and I was like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna move up here, and I'm gonna just... I was a swimmer, and so I was like, I was just gonna swim and go to school, find whoever I wanted, and I did that. So from 15 to 29... I was already in a Howley culture. Okay. I wasn't attracted to any of them. There was maybe like one every three years, but I wasn't attracted to them. I literally focused on <laughs> partying, <laughs> like smoking weed, drinking. Going to then, BYU? No, I was at UVA. Oh, okay, 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 I was okay. at UVA. I, I went to BYU after because everyone was like, oh my gosh, the degree. And I'm like, kick rocks. I wish I never got a degree. A waste of time. Biggest waste of time, biggest waste of money, period. For me. For me. So, yeah, I That's they didn't, point. I, because of my relationship with them, they already knew I was going to do what I wanted to do when I wanted yes. to do it. We had small kind of drama. My dad is traditional, but they didn't ever treat me right. Well, then I shouldn't say that. They were rude at one point, so my husband didn't ask for permission. Rah. Dang. Yeah. That must have lost his shit. Oh, yeah. Like, small kind disowned from the family. Like, they didn't come to my wedding. Were they invited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were mad because on our invitations, I didn't put the daughter of okay. such and such. They're very uh, old school Hawaiian to old where school. they get, like, offended mm-hmm. at a lot when you don't mean to offend. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just... You want to express and tell them what you, what's going on. Right. But then they're like, no, no, no. Like, you're fine. That's not possible for you to feel that way. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to smoke this weed <laughs> and just be okay with it then. Like, you don't want to talk? So let me find a different way to talk to somebody else, you know? Right. So <clears throat> there's all kinds of dramas. And I, it, I, never in any of the drama did his race come up. Like, it wasn't like, oh, it's because he's howling. No, it was never that. But because he is, he well, when we started dating and he was howling, nobody ever questioned me because I think they were kind of like, oh, my gosh, finally, she found somebody to love her. <laughs> and here again, that's supposed to hurt you. And yeah. I was just, like, laughing. Why, why, do you think, why do you think you have such a strong, like... Why do you think you don't have feelings? It sounds like. Why do you think? Oh, it- look, he's laughing. Look, I I think it's- <laughs> he thinks you don't have feelings. No, he knows I don't. He knows I have so many feelings, but he doesn't have feelings. Like he don't get hurt. Let me guess. You're the type of person you feel for other people, but when it comes to yourself, you don't feel. Me too. And 100. I feel like weed saved us. Fist bump. Yes. Yeah. That's weed saved us. I'm trying to convince there. somebody that it's still okay. No, I'm kidding. Okay, let me just tell you. I know people who confess that they still smoke weed and 
drink and stuff, but they still got a calling because we still need those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't go to church because you're perfect. Right. Church is for sinners. Yeah. It's like a hospital. Like, you telling me this hospital for my soul, I cannot go, I cannot understand, I cannot learn, I cannot serve because I'm, I'm sick on the out, whatever, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. There's so many cultural practices within the church that I feel because they are haole aren't done correctly. I mean, mm-hmm. my husband will get into this all the time. <laughs> he doesn't care. It's not that he thinks they're right or that I'm wrong. He just doesn't care. Cause he's, he can disenfranchise his feelings mm-hmm. from anyone but me right now. Like, it never used to be that way. He really thought he was never going to get married. I thought I was like, I was like, I got an icebox where my heart used to live. I'm not going to get married ever. That's how I was. Wow. Why do you think that changed? Because he's annoying. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's so annoying. He just kept coming after me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Stop. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, come back. No, but he was persistent and then annoying and then persistent again. And then it got to a point where he understood me, like when we started dating again the second time, enough to communicate to me the way nobody communicated to me before. So that was the switch for me and him together. So it's different. Wow. Yeah. That is super different, especially when you mix two cultures, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. But you know, I I always think like I was never skinny enough for Polynesian boys, mm. but their moms were thicker, their sisters were thicker. I was never. I didn't have the. I like being dark. Like I didn't have the pale skin. Like I wasn't in Hawaii. I don't look Asian. Yeah. My sister is a beautiful woman. Where we come from, different families: mm-hmm. Korean, Japanese, white, Hawaiian. Everyone loved her, and she was small. You know, I'm not small, and I don't look Asian. In Hawaii, that's kind of the definition of beautiful. Yeah. Not Hawaiian. And then the pockets of Polynesian in Hawaii are small. Like, the Samoan people always stuck together on my island. The Tongan people always stuck together. Like, I knew if I went to Lahaina, Tongans. If I knew I went to certain parts of Kihei, maybe small kind Tongans, small kind Samoans. Samoans and Kahului, you know? Mm-hmm. I understood that. But I never, like, so when I came up to the mainland and then now I'm in college, all the poly girls are like, oh, how come you do this? And I'm like, because I didn't grow up Samoan. And they're like, you look Samoan. And I was like, so? Like, I grew up Hawaiian where, like, if you had a wedgie in your ass, like, it wasn't a big deal. To where, like, all these lady girls, no offense. To lay girls, but they're like wearing you know basketball shorts. Anyways. But they're wearing basketball <laughs> shorts and a tank top. And I'm just like, what? And here again, same thing, repeat. I don't understand that it's like weird for a bigger girl to wear a swimsuit. I'm just like out there. I'm like, yes, I'm going to get a beautiful tat. Like, I didn't understand that that was weird. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't for you. No. It was just for everybody else. Yeah. Until you got the dirty looks and stuff. That's one thing I loved about you when I first met you is I could feel that you loved yourself. No matter what. You yeah. know, like, self-love it was huge. And I and 
you know, when people say that, I'm like, wait, like, do I take enough bubble baths for that? Because people define self-love so different. Yeah. Like, the culture of it now is like, oh, take a spa day. But so I was like, wait, do I get pedicures enough? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I said, I, I can't remember when I said it, but um, we was talking with friends and um, I I explained what my definition of, like, comparing Hawaiian, Samoan, and Tongans. One thing about... I think every why everyone loves Hawaiians is because compared to Samoan and Tongans, they're super tight knit with their family, and we're not. Yeah, and we love 100%. on strangers more than we love on our family yep. because of all this drama, tragic, whatever 100%. might happen. Right? Samoans and Tongans, they're so close knit to their family that they do whatever they want, give them whatever money they want. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's 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 okay. That's what works for them. It's what it's their upbringings. But I feel like that's why we have so much aloha and so much love for. Every everybody 100%. you know and they're always the ones that's like fighting and like, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah no like, i do know 100 percent family over everything yeah. but for us like you don't my definition is like you don't need to be blood to be family 100 percent, 100 percent. that's mm-hmm. so true so much of my strangers that i've met has treated me way better than some of my family's treat yeah. me so like so here's my question to you now. Okay. So, oh, interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> Just switch. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? No, I'm so I see you on social medias. Uh, I see you. My question to you is I see you on social media. Okay. And I see you with different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. I see you with your boyfriend. I see you with your friends who are hot. Liar, you don't see me with my boyfriend. I, I see never no, post it. No, you posted a story and I was like, interesting. Who's that young dapper man over there? <laughs> You're a little close to him. And it was only the two of you. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> He's never been brought up, so. Oh, okay. So cut, it's okay. Cut, no, 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 it's fine. Cut this whole it's time part to out. be authentic. <laughs> so, and you're with, you know, like your howling girlfriends or mm-hmm. like Hispanics. Right. What does your family think of that? Like, do they even think about that? Do they think twice about that? And second thing is, what has that taught you in life about your relationships with family versus friends? Oh, that's a deep one. So I do have multiculture um, relationships and friends and stuff. Honestly, I was like the number one trust no haole when I first moved here. Honey, you can attest to that. Like, I wore shirts, like, trust no haole. I was like, and I think my whole mindset back then was like, when one white person d- do us wrong, you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole race. They ruin it for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, recently I just been reprogramming my brain and like, I mean, those people especially like out here like we need each other no matter what race you are you know like we're far away from our family and my family doesn't really say anything i mean when i first started dating my boyfriend of course they're like he's a howdy one (laughs) yeah but i don't know to each his own they their words and don't matter anyways you know like that's what it is words right yeah yeah words but sometimes they hit hard you're right. You're like, right. I'd rather have, before when I was a kid, I would rather have lickings, lickings instead of like verbal abuse. My mom was so horrible at that. I think, and that's what me and Nay said, like, you should meet my sister. She's like so awesome. But like, I feel like that's why we're so positive. We like, 
we go back to my whole thing is like I want to be somebody that I needed when I was little. Oh, know? I love that. Yeah. And so like making ripples of positivity, right. like you never know who it's gonna hit. You know, hundred percent. It could save lives. That's yeah. my whole thing. Is like words could save lives. You're right. You're right. And it can take a life. Yeah. That's why. It's, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. I've, and I've been there. I've been. I, that's why I feel like weed has like saved my life too. Is because. I've been in the position where I wanted to take my own life Ugh. because of like things that was said or like things that happened. And I mean, like going back and thinking about that, like, holy shit. Like <laughs> if you don't take care of your brain, like there's a lot of stupid stuff that you could do to yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, words is like virus to my brains. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's thinking about it now. It's all situational because everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the mentality like you as a little kid. But I feel like those experiences helped build us, you know? Like yeah. You getting kicked out of the house, I'm sure yeah. it made you stronger. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I would I would work. I had to work, swim, school, right? So I would put money aside, and I learned how to... I mean, now I don't know where the practice went, because I'm like, <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> but I, every day I was like, okay, I can only spend $10 today. Like, okay, today I can only spend $5 today. And I had these holiday friends in Sandy and Draper who were so rich like they had a credit card when they're in high school like they had a debit card i didn't have a debit i i barely got a cell phone you know and i don't know if it was just because my parents are trying to protect me or like figure something out but i just remember like oh my gosh like you guys are so rich and they could swipe and they could spend and i'm like oh my gosh they never made me feel less than they would always offer and never got weird. I never got weird. But I was like, oh, no. Like, I'm fine. I have $10. I can I can buy 10. What is, I don't even eat meat anymore. 10. What are they called? McDoubles. Like, I can get 10 McDoubles at these. So, I'm fine. You know? I never understood that. That there was, like, this different class. And I was in a, a different class or a different, like, economic stage in mm -hmm. life than, they, that, than their parents had set up for them. You never knew, like, that we we're poor. Kind yeah, of. I never knew. Because on the island, my parents, my dad got his master's. My mom was working full time. And my... So you were the upper class. Yes, I was that. the upper class. on my And, like, when my family needed help, they asked my parents. Mm. And I remember I was like, Mom, can I have $40? And she's just like, no, I'm not going to send you $40. And then Christmas time, I think, when I flew back home, I was, like, going through a text, like, just a little punk kid and I was and then I saw my auntie and my uncles were like hey can we borrow 800 bucks can we do this and, blah, she, blah. and she would give them to him like oh, so you would give them this much money and me you wouldn't even give me 40 dollars but I mean here again me I was like okay whatever maybe they needed it more than I did made you a hustler though, oh huh? yeah oh yeah like ruptured both my Achilles, had to pay both of those off, like because I didn't have insurance, mm. like out of pocket, figuring things out, like. And I always felt like, man, when is it gonna be my turn? Now it's like, I have enough money, but when is it gonna be my turn? There's always something else, and my husband always, like when we get in arguments or mm. when he makes fun of me, the the phrase is, "Nothing's ever good enough for you," like you you never have enough, and I'm like, never enough. <laughs> Never, never. <laughs> He's just like cracking up. Oh, in there. But because he knows it's true. 
and he, like and that's the thing like he lets me be super honest like we'll get into like mean scraps like mean arguments and then we'll like walk into our best friend's house and we'll be like i i will be like yeah we just got into a fight because of this 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 and this <laughs> And then, you know, now we're kind of at the point oh where we're, we're okay. God. So now we're, like, arguing in front of our friends. But it's all, like, banter now. Now you're, like, yeah. we're not going to go in mad because she'll put me on blast. <laughs> I, always, I always put him on blast. I know. And then so when he's, funny. like, you have a crumb on your shirt, I'm, like, shut the hell up. <laughs> don't tell me Tyler, I got to get you on the next one. But, <laughs> but don't pick her up, okay? <laughs> you just come by yourself. Man. You know what? the way now. <laughs> no, you can ask away. Like, the issues... We still, like, sometimes we still get into arguments of, like, it's because you're white and because I'm Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it'll be the argument of, are you happy with me because I'm this color or because I'm this race? You know, and it's, like, a serious thing for us. And, on like, subconsciously, I think it's always going to be in our mind. For sure. And sometimes when I talk about his family, and, n- like, not in an offensive way, I'm just, like saying something we have no filter so i'm pretty sure it's offensive (laughs) no but when i'm like saying something and he's like what do you mean and i'm just like you know your mom is just (laughs) and then the next like two weeks later he's like yeah because you don't like my mom i'm like no it's not that i don't like your mom that's not it you know and that's just i mean a super vague example (laughs) But you know, it happens a ton of times. I'll be like, it's because your family's white. And he'll be like, well, your family's really emotional. And they start drama out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, and? <laughs> yeah, what? You know? So it, it's just, it's always going to be something for us. But I'm connected to his soul more than I'm connected to his family. And I'm connected to the future him more than the him even today. Because I'm not going to deal with his... Well, I, I'm i going to have to deal with his past. Like, we all have to deal with each other's right, past, right, right? right? But I'm trying to be somebody different, too. So he's going to be somebody different, too. And we have it both in us within the four years we've been together, five years we've been together, that we've changed a lot. We've still got a lot more to change. For sure. But... There's a I remember I there's a ton ton stuff. That's good. Ask away. Don't feel uncomfortable because he's right here. <laughs> I I'm not <laughs> liar. <laughs> yeah, and it also creates bigger fights. Because when we don't talk to each other, that is really difficult. But my husband is 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 howle. So the way they deal with things. I feel is like I don't need to talk I'm just gonna go in my room I'm gonna get over it blah 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 that could be very wrong because maybe Polynesians are like that too right it's like pushing it yeah. underneath the me I'm like let's of. talk about every single thing you're feeling like what does it what does the carpet feel like under your toes <laughs> like you know that's like, good though because you're changing right yeah. you're changing the ways yeah so he what's super cool is that he realizes the way I communicate and then like two no last week I got into an argument and he just went in the room he's like okay good night and i was like bye and i went outside and i watched our favorite tv show without him (laughs) that's worse than cheating that's like cheating he eats without me sometimes (laughs) and he's done that to me multiple times so i'm not even gonna i don't need to 
I don't need to defend myself here. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm 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 trying to be like that too. Is open communication is because yeah. I saw what it does do, does to my family. You know, like you you your your rug can only hide so many things that yeah. when it gets filled, it just like blows everything out, out yeah. of proportion. If yeah. you handle that little thing at that very moment, like it won't. You know, it won't. It won't be fester. Like that. That's the word I use for my family. They let it fester for years. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like with Kobe Bryant dying, what if that was your family and for years you let it fester? You just miss out on a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if it's like totally general, you missed out on a follower. Like, you missed out on a view. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not worth it. It's, it's so ugly. Why Why do people let that live in them? That's and like my husband sometimes will be like, you let people take advantage of me. I'm like, no, I'm I'm nice to them. I won't give them my heart because man, it's not even like you have to prove yourself to me and I give you my heart. It's like, oh here, like are you ready? <laughs> you know, like okay, here you go. Like let's see, you know, and it's good and bad. But yeah, it's just the festering and like it just isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it, you know. Like why would you not want to communicate? How hurt you feel mm-hmm. when somebody might have not even meant to hurt you. And then why should I react in a negative way to like, that beats me up too. And somebody's like, yeah, I'm mad at you. I'm like, wait, why? Like, what did I do? Like, yeah. You know, like, please help me understand. So I don't do it again. If I'm worth it to you, help me understand. Mm-hmm. My boss always says, don't, um, don't halter or their opportunity to grow and that's what we do right like being being human beings we go through so much we think about so much i mean like how are we gonna know if we hurt someone's feelings yeah you know yeah if you don't talk about it you'll never know Uh and the thing is if you feel some type of way the other person and the other person doesn't know that's only living with you yeah that's your fault too. <laughs> That's your own fault. What is it? Anger. What was the quote? Anger is a punishment you give yourself for yep. the stupidity of other people. Like, mic drop. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> but it's serious, hundred percent. Why do you think us as Polynesian takes things so personal? Because that is what we spend all our time on. I, you know, I that is the mystery of life. But I have that, like. I have that in me. Like, sometimes my husband will be like, oh my gosh, your feet stink. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why would you ever say something like that? Like, And he's just like, I'm just trying to help you. Like, <laughs> so you don't go somewhere and then your feet stink on the whole place. Like, and I'm like, you really hurt my feelings. And you know what it is? I think it's just because we don't want to be shamed. Yeah. We don't ever want to be shamed. Like everyone says, like everyone jokes around about Mulan and like you bring dishonor to your family. You like, like that's how Polynesians are. They're like, don't dishonor your family. Stay within the unit. Like don't go out. Don't put yourself out there because then you risk the chance. And maybe, the name. yeah. And maybe it's because we were taken over by Howlers. Hundred <laughs> percent. Maybe it's because we were taken over by Howlers. We're like. Or, like, if you think of African-Americans, or like, when if you get pulled over, put your hands on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, short, simple. Here's my license. You know, they have a fear instilled with them of from people who take 
their lives, who take, mm-hmm. you know, like their culture. So they think that we might be taken. Yeah. And I think maybe that could be a super deep rooted issue, sure. especially for those who come from Samoa, Tonga, smaller islands, and then they come to America and they're just like, keep your head down and just work. Mm-hmm. We don't want, we don't want to be discriminated against. You know, Hawaii is a little different because everyone wants to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes there. So we have an opportunity to express a little bit more culture and then bring everyone else's culture from Polynesia with us there. But like, you don't, I don't know anyone who's like, oh my gosh, I get to go to this little island in Tonga. Like, I don't even know a name of one. Well, I probably do, but I can't think of one. Mm -hmm. I don't know of anyone who vacations like that, who isn't Polynesian or who isn't white. Mm -hmm. I don't, like maybe the bucket list family went there, but why? Because they could like advertise, you know, so different. But I don't know anyone who's just a nine to fiver who's like, oh yeah, I want to go to this super exclusive small island in Tonga where there's like no lights and like no running water. So true. When? Who says that? I think one thing about us too, being Polynesian is we love hard and we hurt harder. Oh yeah. So like the love that we give, we feel like we need to receive that same type and amount you know what i mean back yeah i don't know i i don't feel like i'm that way but i see the culture that way mm. and here again bringing back to your point it's because we stay in our little groups yeah so like when we stay in our little groups it's like are you really doing this because you're thinking about somebody else mm. and their needs are you really doing this because you really think that something's coming back to you and maybe that's where the hurt is too mm-hmm. Like, they don't get it back. But then that's the wrong way to serve people. It's, you got to serve selflessly. Like, you cannot go sure. in, like. Expecting Yeah, something. like, oh, I'm going to get this out of this, mm-hmm. you know. Like, hands down, going in and being like, I'm just going to do what needs, like, what they need. And then when it comes around, it'll come around. For sure. Like, one thing, um, back to the summit, uh, Big Paw said was, like, we get hurt the most by our own people. Like what what's said out of our culture could mean nothing, but inside of our culture could hurt like hell. Could weigh tons, yeah. yeah. And I I feel like like I felt that, like I really did. Even if it was somebody who we have we don't even know, but they're Polynesian. Like yeah, why 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 do why are we like that? I don't even know, but because we hurt the most. <laughs> Like, because we know our own buttons. Yeah. Like, because it's a conversation that you want to have with yourself. But instead of having it with yourself, you put it onto somebody else within your Mm -hmm. own culture. You know, like, it's just this never ending story of hurt. You know, this never ending practice of like, well, you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you. And I don't care who's affected by that. So we're going to just keep going back and forth. See, it comes down to ripples. Yeah. So if we make ripples a positive thing, yeah. then it could be. And then people more. think you're crazy. Yeah. Because we're too happy. Yeah. And too having fun. So what? Fun. If I die tomorrow, you're going to remember me by that, right? Yeah. You make, you make me laugh with all your posts. Oh. Sometimes you make me cry, too. Oh, why like the Kobe Bryant one oh. that you did oh man listen that's the thing just imagine if Kobe died after he, he oh. cheated 
on his wife mm -hmm. versus when he died now. Oh, that was deep. Like, just imagine what people would have remembered him by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was like a small part of his life that he messed up on. And who doesn't mess up? Right. And there's people out there who are trolls. But when his turnaround in his life happened, it made way more ripples. For real. Than that little part, you know? And you can swear off parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one day I was like, I got to swear off the part of myself where I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my gosh, your role in your stomach is getting bigger. <laughs> so now you talk self-love, I'm guessing, when you look in the mirror. Yeah. Like, I, sometimes I don't even notice it, but I'm I'm like, oh, my gosh, you look good, sis. <laughs> and then I laugh like that. And then I'm like, okay, let's go, you know? <laughs> And then sometimes I'll look at my husband. I'm like, babe, do look so good? And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, bro, you're my number one hater. <laughs> do you have a morning routine? Do you have positive, do you listen to positive affirmation? What makes you feel good? Uh, when I wake up in the morning, to tell you 100% truth, I wake up late. So you're rushing. So I'm rushing. It's when I'm at work and I can sit down and I'm looking at around and I'm like, okay, this is your whole day here. This is what you have to do after. So you need to conquer here before you get to your after. And you can do this. That's why they hired you. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I love that. Yeah. You just pump yourself up. Oh, yeah. All day, every day. If I feel low energy, I'll go get a snack. If I feel low energy, I'll listen to different music. Sometimes I listen to the same song over and over again because I am so hype on that song. And I never get sick of it. What song? Oh, man. Right now. Right now. Um, it is by Doja Cat. Let me look up. For life. I even made, that's what, like, I made a video off of that song. It's called Like That. I'll listen to it over and over again. Or my cousin Calvin, he does a talk, do you know what talk box is? No. It's when you put the tube in your mouth and you play the piano and like it, people call it like auto tune. Yeah. But it's actually a musical talent. So he sings while the tube is in his mouth and it changes his whole voice. Wow. To sound like out and it's only 30 seconds, but all day I'll listen to it and I'll just like jam out. Sometimes I'll be like jamming out and the CEO of our company comes downstairs and he's, and you know, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, it's the CEO. And they're like, how did you be so successful? And here I am in the corner, bushy hair, <laughs> big body, getting it at work, like sweating. Like I'm, Jing, I sweat because I'm dancing so much at work. That's good. And he's like, what are you, what are you listening to? And I'm just like, oh, let me play it for you. He's like, you should send it to me. I'm like, sure. Why not? You can jam out too. That's dope. Yeah. So I just pump myself up every day, even before things. If I feel low energy, it's like the people who I'm going to go see, they deserve more. They deserve more. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, if not us, then who? Eh? Then who's who? gonna pump? Who's gonna pump us up? Wait, what's your what's your um cousin or your friends? Does he have an Instagram? Yes, I need he to does. Look up that. He does. It's Calvin C A L V I N. Let's see. Dot ninety four. Oh, got it. Calvin T. And that's the thing. This whole week, I what I think oh I'm gonna God. do. Is I think I'm going to do all my videos only to his song. Dope. It's supporting. Yeah. 
support I want to support him. him. I believe yeah. in him. Like hey, to, well, he you just got him a follower. That's two followers. Enrat Kelvin T. There you go. You should listen to that one talk box. Is he from here? From Salt Lake. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, I've he, never heard anybody do that. Maybe I should. We listen should tell to him right now. Come. Okay, which one? The first one. No, the first one he posted. All all the way down. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see where you're at. Carrie, getting close to rapid fire. This one. My favorite one. So he has a pipe in his mouth yep. and playing the piano. He is singing that. That's him. like blowing it into it or what he's just singing like normally and it changes it like the talk box itself changes his voice that is crazy yeah like i was like i was obsessed i was like you gotta send me the video i got i ripped the video i ripped the sound off and it, like since that day between that doja cat song and his and that's song, some old school you yes, know like 100 percent. i love that it because it makes you like it, it's genuinely happy mm-hmm. like instead of like <laughs> like i'm like wait what did he just say like what did he just call me like you know what i mean well i've been super into like energy recently and um that type of music and the way it hits it it unlocks some type of energy in yes. you so that's probably why like as as far as listening to like hard rock where it's like oh it makes you want to like beat somebody up you know what i mean smash the table yeah into the wall. Well, i'm definitely going to be listening to him for sure you should tell him get a youtube so it could be longer i will views. for sure i i think see that's the thing like we we do it, you know. Mm-hmm. We're getting comfortable. We yep. are comfortable. Yep, yep. Like for him, it's like, oh, I don't know. Starting, yeah. Like I don't know. Like just for him to post that, I was so incredibly proud of him because it was him taking himself out of this stigma of being a Salt Lake Polynesian and into this zone of being a creative person, right? Without race as a definition. So that was huge for him. So that's why I'm like every single post this week i want to post a treadmill to thursday with him i want to post a makeup tutorial with his music, music. i want and just like keep busting it out i don't have very much like followers or whatever but i the people who really do love what i love mm-hmm. i know they're gonna love it yeah yeah but it's only like 35 seconds long and i am going i like, like it does he do it often like play all of that he they're like if it was to book him for like a something see that's the thing it's For like a something it's getting him out it's getting anyone out of their comfort zone sure. of their walls you know we all build these walls and well i also feel like we hang with too yep. right so you need to hang out yeah. more with him and then he'll start yeah i do off. i do I just hate driving to Salt Lake. I know. <laughs> Bro, we went there three times this week for the summit. But let me tell you, it was, it was so right amazing. Um, even the the first night was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Dude, those guys like lit a fire. Like no I I'm I would be surprised if one person left there and they didn't feel anything. I would be shocked. Like everyone was just Good. Like, holy smoke. 
Good. They fulfilled their purpose. Yes, it was amazing. I want to go to the one that they have in LA. Ditto. Or San Fran. Yeah, we're thinking. Yeah. Whichever one, let me know. Okay, yeah, let let's know. go. It, it'll be so cool to like go and support them even outside here. Yeah, we can leave my husband at home. I'm down. What about chauffeur? And then we can get like crazy. Mm. <laughs> You're like, mm. okay, <laughs> rapid fire question. You ready or what? Oh my gosh, I've been preparing for this all really? day. I'm like, okay, don't say something at embarrassing. Least somebody did because I didn't prepare rapid fire. So I'm going to use Mavelle. Shout out to Village Maid. Oh. <laughs> So let me guess. Did you already? Did you? I did with do him? a podcast with him. Okay, so I'm sure. It's, I'm Same sure question. your questions. I'm sure your answers changed though. I hope. Mine's dead. I did podcast with him three times. Uh. I hope it changed. That would show growth. Hopefully, let's hope. Okay. Okay. What takes up too much of your time? Uh, Self doubt. What do you wish you knew more about? Um, uh, editing. And rock. <laughs> what inspires you? Uh, people. Actually, yes, people. Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah. <laughs> okay. People. People. Uh, I don't like. I feel like in the beginning you said it was um making them laugh. Yeah, exactly. Like people's situations and how I can lift them higher. Oh, Mike, drop. Like even that if they're in a, sure. even if they're in a good state. Like even if they're already good. I want to bring them higher. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I want to spend more time with you already. What are some things that you had to unlearn? <sighs> Self-doubt. <laughs> and unlearn bad habits like uh, getting over-emotional. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite book? Do you have one? <sighs> the Book of Mormon. Cheap escape. <laughs> no, oh, I think we should have got his reaction on there. He's laughing because okay, he's like, next you question, when that. was the last time you picked one of those up? I, I haven't picked up a hard I'm copy. Just kidding, no judgment. But I listen to it every day. Okay, that's good. But hold on. There's this one book that I just listened to. It's like a social media book. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a really good author. Anyways, yeah, that do one. Do you usually do audiobooks then? Yeah, mm-hmm. audiobooks. Totally. I think... I don't have, it's not that, yeah, I'm going to say it. I don't have time to Mm -hmm. sit down and pick up a book and read it. Like, I have time when I'm in the car driving from work to an event, work to home, work wherever to listen. I have time. If I'm not talking to somebody and building a relationship or letting somebody know that I'm there for them, then I have time for a book. Dope, dope. Um, If you could spend the day with someone dead or alive, who would it be? Kobe Bryant. I almost cried. What what would be what would be your first question or one your most what questions? What would you guys talk about? I would ask him how Gigi's doing. And then I would ask him if he believes that he can be with his family forever. So you'd be a missionary to him, kind of No, I would well yeah, I think in the end it would be a missionary, but that mm-hmm. wouldn't be my purpose. It would be to see where he was mentally because if he didn't believe in that, I don't know if anyone would have hope. Right after they died, and that makes me sad. Because mm-hmm. whether my belief is that whether I have a good family, family or friend that's been a wonderful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints their whole lives, and that versus somebody that hasn't, I'm still going to be able to see the both of them. 
And that gives me a lot of comfort. Mm. I don't know if that's true yet, right? None of us know in this room. None of us know if that's true. Like when we die, if that's for real going to happen. But it gives me hope that the relationships that I'm building here isn't going to end. And I can keep growing in that. So, yeah, I would ask him if he believed that he could be with his daughters and his wife again. Um, What is special about the place you grew up? man the food the people the weather the smell the man the air the humidity everything the list could go on huh? oh yeah i could rant and rave and then it would be a poem and i'll be like oh my god <laughs> you write poems no oh i was gonna say i what? don't but it would be cool right i have been it's, it's like an escape for me that's but anyways, good it's not about me no yes i need to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> what have you only recently formed an opinion about um not recently but very strongly caucasians in the church and also donald trump and um what's his name mitt romney Hmm. um what song will guarantee to make you dance um doja cat like that and also my cousin's song 100 percent guarantee yummy 100 percent justin bieber speaking of yummy i saw your video at disneyland girl you brave i did three of them Dang. One at home and two at Disneyland. The Disneyland one was like inspired me because you went up in case you didn't see Ilani's video from Disneyland. She had like strangers do yummy with her. It was the group of women. Who was that on the wall? Workers. Straight up. I was going to do the video by myself. Mind you, I went on this trip with my mother-in-law and her siblings. My husband wasn't there. So my mother-in-law was the one videoing me. So what? if you say my mother-in-law is not down, you're wrong. She literally was like, everything I would have asked Kyle to do, she did for me. Like, but better because she didn't complain. <laughs> I was like, mom, I'm getting off the ride. Can you get me a pretzel so we can do the yummy wall? She's like, yeah, I'll meet you at the wall. Sure enough, he's, she's right there. I start doing it, and these workers are looking at me. And I was like, yo, do you want to be in my video? This is for TikTok. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And I show them my TikTok, and they're like, yeah. So they hop in line, and we do it on the wall. Wow. Yeah. Tiki room worker, same thing. That is crazy. Random people on the boat in Disneyland. Hey, do you want to be on TikTok? Yeah, what do we do? Everyone did it. That's cool. Yeah. That's what sparked me is like, oh, man, she give, man, no shame. Why? When am I going to see them again? For and if real. I do see them again, thank you. For and they probably, fun. like, felt so honored That's that you asked. Because, like, like, all they're doing is standing there. Yeah. Like, have fun with your day. Yeah, for Watch real. Watch it over and over again. Send it to your friends. <laughs> right? Better for me. So did you make a, did you get followers, too? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Yeah, like, I did three of them because it was a huge trend. My first one hit the... I think I'm, like, number two on how many views and likes from, like, Paris Goebel, the wow. the choreographer. And then on TikTok, I'm also number two on my last video from Disneyland. Dang. I mean. So it's just, like, I'm having fun, and I'm going to get, like, and you're tracked. Bringing, and you're, you're allowing other people to have fun exactly. with you. Yeah. So... And Why who knows, not? you might also be spiking the light in your other viewers. Like, man, if she went to Disneyland, I'm going to do that. 100%. Like, I really 
thinking of doing that. You but should. I, I, that's why I wanted you help to show me how to dance. Listen, listen, listen. If All the, we need is a wall, right? And wiggle <laughs> like a ramp. Listen, like the, a maggot up the wall. The thing about this is. That's really what I thought it was. The thing about it is, it's got to be genuine to you. So if you don't dance, don't dance. But okay. go around Disneyland asking people questions. Like, what makes this the happiest place on the in the world to you? Ooh, that's a good like you're one. about like that's your strength. That's what speaks Connection, to you. Right, right, right. So why not do that? Like you can go up to anyone. You personally, you Jane, can go up to anyone and ask them. Hey, I just want to ask you a question, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, sure." But then you'll have the ones who are like, "Yeah, sure, what's up?" You just never know. But that's yeah. your strength. So true. So do it. I will stay tuned. Dude, if you don't do it, I swear I'm coming back. Lover's Day. It's going to be Lover's Day. <gasps> oh my God. So I might as well do it during Lover's Day, yeah? Huh? I'm just saying. What made you bring your husband here for yeah. Valentine's Day? You know like, out mean? of all the places in California, the beach, some fancy restaurant, you're here at Disneyland. Why? You'll get the answers like, oh, because Disneyland. Because <laughs> we wanted to post it yeah. on Instagram. Okay, what's the luckiest thing that has happened to you? Oh, getting married to my husband. If he wasn't here, what's the luckiest thing? <laughs> uh, finding a network of people like you Aww. and your editor and Sean and like a group of people who understand. Period. Though I felt that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, right back at you. Let's see. What are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years? Oh, man working for myself because i'm gonna make it i'm gonna be successful on youtube instagram all platforms that i'm gonna choose to be successful on and owning more properties homes and later being finance so financially stable that i don't have to think twice about going back home to hawaii heck yeah yeah do you visit a lot oh uh, i used to but not now that i kind of got a bone chain over there <laughs> if it was up to me i would go all the time but he is the financially sound mind in our relationship so we don't get to go as often but in the same to all fairness to him we don't get to go see his family as much either we're not poor we're just money not- smart though you're setting up for the future yes, 100%. You know? that's how i was a few years ago i was living in the moment and not really like thinking yep. Because people tend to be like, I'm going to die anyways, but you still have like 40 years here. Yeah, I know I'm going to die, but I don't think I'm going to die soon. (laughs) Ditto. So. (laughs) That's good. I See, I need to find a financial person because I suck at it too. He can help you. (laughs) He likes that stuff. He like enjoys it. Really? Yeah. And he's a detective and it's kind of annoying. (laughs) Because I'll get a text, oh, what's at Target? And I'll be like, oh. He'll get the emails. No, like I don't know. Your how, card has been charged. I, no, he doesn't even get that. He just like looks. Like, you know, us on social media, we look. I'm, him, it's like, oh, I'm just going to look at our card. Like, this is interesting to me. I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what What do you think you can give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. Um, and also anything fun food dancing makeup um what hobby would you get into if time and money weren't an issue crochet really yeah wow i don't know why but crochet (laughs) yeah (laughs) crochet you just had to say that right no i like 
if I could crochet some dope stuff and figure out a new way to do like cool sweaters, I would do it. That's crazy. Yeah. I saw a TED talk where a guy crocheted like stuff and just wrapped trees. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why? But I want to know. <laughs> like one time, I was like, I want to know how to make macarons, and I like spent like a whole month dedicated to make the perfect macaron. Wow. So, have you been watching videos on crocheting? Uh, yeah. I'll watch random videos of cr- people crocheting and like how to make knots and stuff. I haven't bought anything yet because I'm like, I don't have time to like do this because if I do this, I will be obsessed. For real. But if money wasn't an issue, you would get into it. Oh, yeah. It. Money and time for sure. So when people come to you for help, what do they usually want help with? Emotional support. 100% emotional support. So what is something you think everyone should do at least once in their life? Go to Hawaii. Really? Yeah. I think everyone should do it at least once, but not like tourist way. Like our way. Like go to Hawaiian homes. With you. Yes. Like I, we're about to go with my in-laws this summer and I'm so nervous because they're going to see the, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they want to do that, but they're like, oh, you can take us around the island. I'm like, get ready because you're not used. I took my husband. Yeah. I took my husband and he was like, I never would have guessed, you know, like, I mean, you know, people out there are poor. Right. Um, and you know that they lack funds, but mm-hmm. like till you see it, like that's a different story. To me, I was like, if that's a floor I can sleep on and you have a blanket, I'm good. Yeah. I'm cool. But not everyone's like that. So true. One of my friends, oh. we were just hanging out with Sean and them yeah, and at their house and she was like. We're, we all were sitting on the ground next to the couch. And she was like, why? You guys just like sitting on the ground and we're just like, oh, we're just used to it, you know? Yep. That's Laying so on the ground, you just used to it. Yeah. Okay. Which of your scars has the best story behind it? Um, I have, I love this question. I really have never thought of this before, but I have a scar here i got stitches if i took off my eyebrows like took my makeup off you would be able to see it Mm -hmm. my sister and i were really young we're in our we're showering in this house that has huge significance in my life and our family's life um shaped our family and when we were showering she was pouring water back in a plastic cup the plastic cup broke and then it hit my eyebrow and then it like broke in my eyebrow. And I, I was in the tub. And I remember that's the first time I felt like I was part of a horror story. Because <laughs> you saw blood. Because I was like, I would open my eyes red. Just like red, like blood dripping and dripping down. And I looked in the shower, like the bathtub. All red. <laughs> blood everywhere. My sister's crying, you know, we're naked because we're showering, you know. And like, she's got my blood all over, <laughs> you know. And like just thinking about it now, like that's a crack up, like us two growing up. That is funny. Yeah. Do you still talk about it with your sister and you just laugh? Yeah, we just (laughs) laugh. And then I tell my mom, I could have had a bigger makeup career, but you made me get stitches. (laughs) I give her a hard time and she's like, oh, shut up. You can't even tell. (laughs) You can't because I know how to fill in my eyebrows. There's a tutorial on that. I'm I'm going to start watching your tutorial because I need help with makeup. No, I will help you personally. Not you though. <laughs> Not the people out there. Like job. Like job. Oh, what helps you live in the moment? Mm, being off my cell phone and talking to people. Like getting to know their story. 
Okay, I have to question because I feel like we're, we're the same, like our personalities and stuff. Yeah. When you go to places, like me and Nate always say this, and you're like, I like to address people by their name if they're name, wearing a name tag. Right. So like, for instance, we went to Winkle and I was like, uh, they're like, how are you doing? I was like, good, how are you, Brittany? And then Brittany just like went off for her stories. Like she told me about like, she's moving out, her roommate and me and Nate just looked at each other. Like people connect with yeah. us and just like, do, does that happen to you? All the time. Like even when I'm talking on the phone, like to uh, a bank that we have our car loan to. Right. And then I ask like what their name is if I don't understand it at first. Cause you know, they don't think that people are listening. So they just blaze through their intro. Hi, my name is Sadie. How can I help you? And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. What's your name? And then the next thing you know, it's like, I'm getting like, oh yeah, we'll wave this for you. Or like, how can I help you extra? You know, like, how can I give you more? I worked in the hospitality business for years and I still work at a resort every other weekend because of my connection with people. And because I have a really awesome connection, I get to go to Disneyland for free sometimes because the treasurer of Disney who owns at my resort I will go above and beyond before I even was offered anything for free for him. But it's because you and I know that people deserve to be loved. Mm -hmm. Whether they treat you bad, you don't even know if they're about to treat you bad, right? But automatic, automatic, you deserve to be loved. You deserve at least today to feel like, oh my gosh, I met this awesome girl and now I follow her. Or like now I see her or now I can text her, whatever. Or now I know she's going to come in every Wednesday when Winko has their popcorn. You know what I mean? And then people provide. It's not because you want it back. I know you're not the type of person who's like, "How? what am I going to get out of mm-hmm. this? Because I'm not that type of person either. You're just like, you look at the soul of that person and you're like, this is their day for me to at least bring something happy to the table for them. For real. Anything. That's so why my husband ha- married me, now that I think about it. <laughs> no? The good looks? Huh? <laughs> the big butt? <laughs> I know it's not the, the small eyes. Buns. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, we met a lady at... I just, like, stopped by a chair to, like, grab something on my backpack. And I was like, how are you? And then she just started like going off yeah. in Salt Lake. and <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it drives the people around us crazy because we're at a, at a one certain For store. <laughs> You're like, I just came from milk, but now I got <laughs> Teresa's whole story. So I'm like, For real. Like, it's, it's pretty crazy. I, I guess there's a pros and cons to it. Huh? There's always pros and cons, but you don't ever look at the con that it's going to cause you. True. Because you're only looking for the pros that it's gonna help the other. For real, we always care about everybody else. Always, yeah? and people can say it's wrong, but I personally, I don't care. I don't care. So true, because I believe that at at the end of our life or at the beginning of the next one, that's what we're gonna be questioned is like, how did we help other yeah. people? Yeah, and I'm gonna tell God that I stayed in Winkle for way too long listening to Brittany's story about her roommate and moving out. You did, but Brittany needed that release. It's Brittany, bitch. No, so true. <laughs> okay, uh, if you could give back to your village, what would you do? Man, if I could give back to my village, what would I do? I wouldn't. I I don't think I would do anything monetarily. I would try to do something as stress-free as I could in a sense to where breaking cultural in a, like practices that weren't appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just anything to cut that out 
like to where future generations would feel safe mm-hmm. would be understood and would feel that they could communicate openly without being struck down mm-hmm. yeah and there's like you're there for them kind yeah of a thing yeah it seems like a lot sometimes i think i'm like why did i put myself in this position <laughs> but then it's like who else if not me who else because yeah. nobody else did it before me for sure that's awesome yeah. so you you're kind of i guess we're on the kind of the same path is like having somebody that we needed yeah 100 uh-huh. percent. there's there's a girl out there who's like trying to talk to her friends about how they really feel mm-hmm. and like trying to talk to somebody their teacher or like somebody influential and they're trying to just have a conversation out there and they don't know if talking to them is worth it and you provide that for them you know, there's mm-hmm. a there's somebody out there who's like really good at visual effects. Like this kid out there that's like awesome with computers, awesome with editing, doesn't want to be in front of the camera, right? But is like, I'll do it, but I don't know how. And that's why you're here. So one day you are going to have to be up here. You know <laughs> that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Same yeah. sense in what I'm doing. There's some chubby, bushy hair, island girl out there who might not be with the howlers yet might be in might feel like a minority amongst her own people and loves to do weird things but that's what i'm here for you that's know don't. that's why I we're all it. here it's purpose it's called purpose living with purpose yep. that was today's calendar from badassery oh dude i love that thing <laughs> me too every time Some days it freaking hit so hard like holy smoke like our videos and our posts that yep. day like all yeah like combined to the same thing it's crazy it's called what you do yeah it is called putting it out into the universe, universe. i know about you and gambling i'm trying to go gamble <laughs> with you let's go this weekend vegas so, this guy he was in a heartbeat he'd be there you like gambling we got to do Wendover one weekend. Listen, Wendover we is the armpit of America. But I'll go. Because I want like 200 bucks. Is it? What, what What was that saying? Armpit of America. Armpit of America. Is that really it? Think about your armpit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, what? Like, it's a necessity. Like, it has to be on your body. Okay. Like, it. you have to have your armpit sweat. Okay. <laughs> this is so weird. Because if you don't have your armpit sweat... You can get sick from all the toxins living in your body, right? Okay. So we have to go to Wendover every you once in a while. Is that what you're Wendover. saying? I am freaking down for that. You have to do it. It's not the best smelling. It's not the prettiest. It's got some rough around the edges. Some parts are dusty and crusty. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you need it. So how often do you go? We we only go like once a year, but that's because nobody goes with us. Okay, we're going to make this happen. We've been planning it with Sean them, and so it's going to happen. Probably next month, we'll let you know. I'm down. Okay. So we started this thing for Sweet Media that usually it's for your spouse who let you come and like, but because he's here, I mean, you guys can share it, but it's just a token of our appreciation for coming. Um, you don't have to open it right now because we have someone already on the counter to eat. It's just chocolate covered strawberries because that's should we mukbang it? Name. Should we ASMR this? Oh my gosh! Okay, wait, wait. Let's grab the other. Okay. Let's grab those. Cheers. Okay, cheers, sister. Here we go. I haven't had chocolate in forever, but here we go. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. ASMR. 
It tastes chocolatey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, here we oh go. Oh my god! I'm just gonna eat the whole thing. Here, can you see? They gotta see your face. Oh, gotta. You gotta see your like biting into it, and then get the sound. Get ready. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, guys, is that Ghirardelli? Nestle? What is You'll it? Never You'll never guess. Is it my favorite chocolate in CBD? THC? Where you get your popcorn from? Movies. <gasps> yes. You guys, this milk chocolate is like smooth. Because you know, sometimes when you eat milk chocolate, it's not that smooth. Like, it gets kind of crumbly. And, like, when you go like this, it's like balls up. Balls up. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not like that. Here we go. Ready? Oh, and it melts in your hand. That's real chocolate. Mmm. Wow. Mean, huh? If you've never had a chocolate-covered strawberry, what is you doing with your life? No, a chocolate-covered strawberry by Sweet Media. I don't know how you're going to do that. It's bomb. How are you going to supply and demand with that? Listen, don't put That's it out so there. Bomb. The thing is, the strawberries are perfect. The ratio from chocolate to strawberry... Fire, huh? You shouldn't say that sweet media is giving them out. Oh. <laughs> because if people start like, oh, can I request this? You don't want to be a bakery. True. Or do we? You guys, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, Ailani. No, thank you for your Next time. Next time we'll do a dark after dark. Listen. I told her about after dark. <laughs> about after dark? Leave your I, husband home so we can... No, he, Just he, kidding. he can be here if he wants, but I can't leave him at home. About after dark. <laughs> Who's going to drive you? He would drop you off. I can tell him to pick me up. Um, I just, I probably won't participate in everything, but I want to be in the same room because I believe that secondhand is just fine. <laughs> so... I may have you boys straight in my face. Let's do it. We should do it after dark with Sean. Dude, I'm Us down. Three. Can you imagine? Can we have a mature conversation about sex? Because Polynesians never do that. With Sean? Or yeah. right now? <laughs> with Sean. After oh. dark. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's do that. That's the first topic. Yeah. Who? What Polynesian talks about it openly? On a podcast? <laughs> in front of the camera? So... 